0: Hallelujah, let's open our Bibles uh, tonight to 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10 1 Peter chapter 4 verse 10 As each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God We remember pastor teaching us on the manifold grace of God Everybody open your mouth and say manifold grace of God, hallelujah manifold grace of God many aspects of the grace of God we are blessed with the manifold grace of God that's why a child of God is never limited a child of God is never limited, open your mind and say I am not limited I am not limited, Amen. Amen. amen the Lord put into my mind this morning as I was praying, do not minimize the grace of God do not minimize when you minimize the grace of God the problem is we become limited amen hallelujah God wants us to move in the manifold grace of God God does not want us to be limited he wants to walk in the exceeding riches of God's grace God's grace is so rich hallelujah nobody can corner you nobody can weaken you because of the grace of God that is functioning in the inside of you nobody can take your smile away nobody can take your victory away because grace always least leads us uh, into the fullness of God into the fullness of victory hallelujah how many of you are thankful that God has kept us 12 months we are starting the 12th month God has kept us, we have gone through the waters, we have gone through the flood, we have gone through the fire. But God has kept us by the grace of God. Lift your hands and say, thank you Lord for your mercy, for your grace. Hallelujah. We have seen the ups and we have seen the downs. But it is the grace of God that kept us together. Hallelujah. In his great power and glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is something called the saving grace hallelujah bible says in titus two eleven, the grace of god has appeared unto all men for salvation so there is saving grace bible says we are saved by grace through faith not by our own works that man shall boast nobody can say that i am saved by my own strength nobody can say that because we are saved by god's grace we have saved by the free gift of righteousness we have saved by the finished work of jesus christ nobody can say it's my righteousness it's my power hallelujah then there is enabling grace nobody can make it by our own nobody can say lord i have come through this this one 2022 was my you know power my strength it was god's enablement hallelujah everyone who is saved is enabled god gives them a vocation a vocation to work to do his glory every child of god is enabled if you are not enabled you are disabled if you are not enabled you are disabled hallelujah some of you are saved but you have not accessed enabling grace of God so you're walking always complaining murmuring trying to tackle things trying to manage things everything every time the calculation is going through your mind you are not able to fulfill your vocation every time that you are called to do something for God there is always an excuse connected hallelujah you say yes but your uh, posture is of no oh hallelujah there is the enabling grace of God. There is something called the enabling grace. And there is the healing grace. Can you believe that somebody can actually pray in the name of Jesus. And get sickness healed. Cancer healed. Hallelujah. Praise God. You can get people who walk out of the wheelchair. That is a grace for healing. Hallelujah. We pray that we will get into a time of revival. Where people will start walking out of their wheelchairs freeing from the power of cancer hallelujah praise God walk a generation that is walking in the health of Jesus Christ how many of you say Lord I thank you Lord for your healing anointing healing grace I receive it tonight in the name of the Lord may your healing hallelujah, become a reality to my body no kind of sickness no affliction shall come to my tent hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord no affliction should come to your tent hallelujah that's called the healing grace there is a grace of god there is a grace that beautifies the church it's called the sanctifying grace it makes you beautiful for the lord hallelujah have you seen people looking so beautiful every person god has created will look beautiful when god's grace come upon their lives bible says god has created for his glory when you are living a life for his glory there is a that is a there is a grace that beautifies you hallelujah people will look more beautiful even physically they will start appearing beautiful hallelujah and you'll say oh how what kind of cream are they using it's not the cream that they're using the more and more years go by the grace of god is enhancing in their lives and they're looking younger and younger the Lord, 2022 December, may He renew your youth like that of an eagle. May you become more beautiful for the glory of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. Maybe somebody is graced with beauty, somebody is graced with character. It's called the manifold grace of God. Hallelujah. Somebody is graced with the gifting of God, somebody is graced with the uh, talents coming out. There's a grace factor. Everybody say grace factor. Amen. hallelujah every there's a grace to get married every good-looking man and woman don't get married why because they look beautiful from the outside but they don't have the grace to get married they're not good to get married to hallelujah why? Because they don't have the character. You need grace to have character. Marital grace to be faithful. Grace is multidimensional, A manifold, the grace of God working in different aspects of your life. A grace to finish what God, God has started in you. A grace to finish a course. A grace to finish uh, 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 the work of God. A grace to fulfill a marriage. Hallelujah James 4:6 Bible says but he gives more grace therefore he says god resists the proud but give grace to the humble god cannot look at a proud man an arrogant man which means if you're lacking in grace god can give it to you the moment you become humble <coughs> the other day i told you what is humility humility is Keep giving the God the place that He deserves. Making God look that He is God. And you are not. Sometimes the way they sit, the way they receive the word, there is so much of uh, pride. They take the place of God. They take terms with God. My way or the highway. God resists the proud. There is only one way. That is the way through Jesus and through His word. Hallelujah. The Bible says in 2 Peter chapter 3, 18, but grow in the grace and the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ to Him be glory forever and ever. Amen. To grow in the grace and knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. To grow. You can grow in the grace of God. If you're lacking in grace in some area of your life, you can say, Lord, I need your grace, I need your mercy. The, kingdom the one who asks of God he will give it to you without any favoritism he likes people who ask of him grace to be beautiful grace to have a character grace to move in the healing and anointing, grace to move forward there are people who are always stagnant moving backward they take one step they take two steps backward like Lot's wife the Bible says in the last days remember Lot's wife the Bible says she looked back and she became a pillar of stone you know why it's not the fact that she looked back that she became a pillar of stone the Hebrew word says she longed to go back she longed she doesn't want to go forward where God said, I'll take you to a mountain, a place that is safe, a place that is protected, a place that you don't deserve, but because of my Abraham servant is praying for you. Lot, your wife, your children, I will take you to the mountain. But she said, I don't want to go there. She longed to go back to her uncle, her auntie, her money, her wealth, her position, her fame, the sin. She became a pillar of salt. There's a grace to move forward. Grow in the grace of God. (coughs) Pastor's spiritual father had a grace that works upon him. He will look at the demon and the demon will go. He can drink a cup of tea. If a demonic person is sitting next to him, it will manifest, it will go forth. He will walk through uh, airports and the people who are demonized will will follow the power of God. It's a level of grace like that hallelujah rodney howard brown there is a grace that is inside of him whatever he preaches people will start walking in the joy of the lord the sorrow will leave their lives i pray such a grace will function in somebody a spirit of sorrow will leave your family leave your heart a sorrow of having lost somebody who's dear to you may that kind of sorrow leave your life tonight in the name of jesus hallelujah if you believe it put your hands together give a shout of praise tonight Hallelujah. 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 You have to receive with a good heart, staying humble for the manifold God of grace to manifest forth more and more. It is the position, the posture, the condition of your heart that matters. Then there is a grace that carries favor. You know, the carriage, the favor, the people there are people who are trying to get people to like them. They try the people, you know they they want at least one Facebook life, though they start becoming nice but nobody likes them. Then they start becoming rude, nobody responds to them. They're not getting a like for anything. Likeableness is a product of the favor, and that's the grace of God that needs to come. And people need to like you. There is a grace that walk with it. Hallelujah. Now People sometimes love to be with a certain, ki- a certain uh, <coughs> type of people. Because they carry a grace, a kindness, a goodness. Hallelujah. So if you are agitated upset envious mad because you are not able to move with the same grace and if you recognize that kind of grace with somebody else instead of becoming mad and irritated say lord grace me lord in my life too lord hallelujah amen 12 months, the 12th month, all through this 11 months, God has kept us. It's called the preserving grace. People would have thought you are finished. People would have thought you will not make it. You would have thought that you will not survive but God kept you thank the Lord hallelujah start the month with thanking the Lord hallelujah enter into this month with thanksgiving quotes with praise not received you gave it Lord not my strength Lord your strength your grace working in me Lord I thank you Jesus for oh this 11 months Lord you have kept me you preserve me I thank you for your mercy Lord hallelujah through your mercies we are not destroyed hallelujah amen it is God's mercy that you are not destroyed hallelujah the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases his mercies they never come to an it is new every morning great is thy faithfulness another version says through your mercies we're not consumed We are not destroyed hallelujah it's divine protection no witchcraft magic or evil done against you can affect you there are people who are moving from 140 day fast to another 40 day fast because there is one battle or the another battle but when this grace hallelujah function in your life manifest in your life hallelujah praise God you don't have to go from 140 to another 40 the grace of God will keep you it will preserve you the magic that come against you will not prevail against you no weapon that is formed against you shall prosper you will condemn everything that accuses you this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord righteousness comes from Jesus the enemy will come in one way he will flee in seven the enemy will be blinded he cannot see your life or your future hallelujah For I pray that kind of grace to move forth in your life there more with us than with the enemy, hallelujah, amen. Oh, Rabba your business deals are uh, let the enemy be blinded over it. Uh. Oh, let in certain court cases the enemies be blinded over it uh, in the name of the Lord, and you will win through in the name of the Lord. Rampa Kabo Menesti victory by the blood of Jesus. We give you praise. Sometimes you have been attacked on all sides, spiritually, emotionally. Can't even smile. The enemy is trying to take a smile out of you. There's a great depression sometimes. But when the great grace comes upon you, it will preserve you. It will lift your head, hallelujah, from the miry clay. It will lift your head out of shame. It will lift your head out of depression. It will make you enjoy your portion come on hallelujah he will enjoy to help you to hallelujah he'll preserve you to enjoy your portion amen <coughs> lift your hands and say Lord give me the grace to enjoy my portion amen hallelujah grace is a gift it's not merited hallelujah it's a gift that is given to the humble that is given to the understanding grace empowers you grace enables you God gives grace in every area of your life and see how you respond to it what happens to most people as they receive grace in one side they suddenly begin to Uh, become arrogant and proud and God can't give you more grace. You have to be more humble to walk in the revelation of more grace. to, uh, To see more grace working in your life. Don't suddenly think I know it all. Don't suddenly move in the flesh. God always give grace to the humble. God sometimes watches to see how you deal with the wealth that God gives you, health that God gives to you. There is financial grace. God begins to prosper you so much. Hallelujah. <clears throat> that you know, it's not me, it's God. Hallelujah. Definitely, there is a labor, there is a work, but you know, <clears throat> the fruit that comes behind it is from God. Look at 1 Corinthians fifteen ten it says but by the grace of god i am what i am and his grace toward me was not in vain but i labored more abundantly than them all yet not i but the grace of god which was with me so it says labor in the in, in, in inside that labor there is a grace there is a grace there is a labor but there is a ease into that labor Everybody say ease. You have to work, but there is an ease. You know that God is backing you all the way. There is no toil. There is no dissatisfaction. There is no sorrow in that. You are enjoying it. You are bringing forth sort of fruit to that effort. There is a fruitfulness to the effort that you put in. Hallelujah. And you know it's not my degrees. It's God enabling me. You recognize it. It's your, you are able to recognize it's God's grace. Only people who value it will enjoy it more. This is a 12th month. Say, Lord, I thank, I'm sorry for all my arrogance and pride and self-boastfulness all through the last 11 months. I'm asking you, 12th month, Lord, I want to tell you, I want to acknowledge you. It was your grace and your grace alone that helped me, Lord to ask the Holy Spirit open your eyes to see the goodness of God the grace of God upon your life let's take the financial grace the grace to do business 2 Corinthians 9 8 and God is able to make all grace abound toward you that you always have all sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work Look at the preceding verse, in verse 6 it says, But this I say, he who sparingly will also reap sparingly, but he who sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Speaking about giving, it says, So let each one give as he purposes in his heart, not not grudgingly or necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. In other words, God is saying, for you to tap into that grace, financial grace giving is very important we are only used to receiving we receive it so that we can be a blessing we should be a distributor a giver to enjoy more grace to access uh, into that grace of sowing and reaping harvest a cheerful giver so you have to give to tap into this grace who is a cheerful giver? Somebody who is giving with a thanksgiving in your heart. Say, Lord, whatever you gave it to me, I am channelizing it. I am giving it back to the, to, 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 to your kingdom, to the people that you are telling me to give it. You gave me this life. Let me spend it for you. Hallelujah. Don't treat God like uh, somebody who has to... Uh, Somebody who has to come and uh, uh, beg you for your money. No, it's all his. He gave it to you to be good stewards. God gave you health, use it for your glory. Some of the health issues that comes again and again when God gives you health, you don't channelize with the glory of God. (coughs) You don't thank the Lord. You don't come to church and say, Lord, you don't give the testimony when God has healed you. There are people, God has given them house, they have not even dedicated their houses and gave glory to God. How do you expect the God to walk in the supernatural blessing of God? God gives you finances. The attitude should be, "I want to be a cheerful giver. Only if you sow, you will reap. You cannot say, "Let me reap so much, then I will sow." No. One thing that I've learned: you have to show there is a faith involved in it when God asks you to. Hallelujah. The moment you know we are living in a time and a season where if you speak about giving and you know the financial aspect of it in the Bible, people say, "Oh, this guy is speaking about money. The church is all about money. They'll troll you also." there in the word you can open your own Bible and check it out go and don't give it that attitude hallelujah so it's just not your action but even your attitude move God that's what it says good things can become repulsive if there is no good attitude. Hallelujah. You work hard, God blesses you with salary. You get that salary, you buy your wife a nice dress and then the next six months you are saying over the dress that I bought you and you fight over the dress that I gave it to you. And then she'll say in the don't give it to me. Hallelujah. She she did it. That's a wrong attitude. Or every fight's about Did I not get give you this? Did I not give you that? Give you this, give you that. That's not attitude. Then you are not telling that God is your source. You're not giving glory to God. It's like CEOs, when (coughs) they, people who are under them, you know, you give them, you're doing well, and you know, you give them salary, and you give them a perk, and then you're saying, you all worked for me, and you know, we've done so well, and it is here. I'm giving you extra money. Extra, as if the attitude is of arrogance, as if it was the CEO. That has brought that uh, Breakthrough Or brought that business And you are putting the You are surviving Because of the salary I gave you See all these kind of arrogance We stumble The grace of God Will not increase more In your life You will miss out Don't give that way With an attitude And then later fight it over it and later challenging them whether it is in your wife or in your company give glory to God know that it is God who gave it to, it is God who gave me God likes a cheerful giver a man who gives an attitude with thanksgiving in your heart a man who is moved by This grace where he knows it's from God. It's not my ability. (coughs) Say thank you Jesus for everything that you give me. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord this morning. Ask the Lord to remove that pride, arrogance, you know. Habaraba, me to give with a good attitude. the Labaras, some With a Namanazia, Dira, the Knowing fully very well that it is God who is the one who sourced me, supplied it to me. I am just a channel, Sambhori, Oh Rabala, every kind of blocks and hindrance Lord from ha uh, in my financial aspect of my life lord be broken in the name of the lord may a good grace flow in the name of the lord every kind of blocks and hindrances be broken in the name of the lord. Thank, you, thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus thank you jesus oh victory by the blood of jesus Chronicles 29 10 to 14 something powerful therefore the Bible says therefore David blessed the Lord before all the assembly and David said blessed are you Lord God of Israel father forever and ever yours O Lord is the greatness the power the glory the victory the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is yours yours is the kingdom O Lord and you are exalted as head over all Both riches and honor come from you. And you reign over all. In your hand is power and might. In your hand is to make great. To give strength to all. Now therefore our God we thank you. We praise your glorious name. But who am I? And who are my people? That we should be able to offer you so willingly as this. For all things come from you. And all... Of your own we have given you And of your own we have given you Look at this attitude of David He's saying Lord I have the kingdoms, the rulership But everything comes from you <laughs> Honor Greatness, favor Everything, strength, victory It is all connected to your name It is because your name that is given to me all this Hallelujah He's naming everything and saying Putting God's name to it and he says nothing he says it's your amazing grace that gave me victory over philistines over goliaths over lions and over bears it is your amazing grace if it was us we would have said it's it's amazing me it's my my strength you know my capability my expertise david was not lifting him up he was lifting up jesus it was not. It's not this amazing David. It is because of my faith in an amazing God that brought me thus far. How many of you will say tonight? It is my faith in this amazing God, in this amazing grace that has brought me thus far. Lift your hands and thank the Lord this morning in the name of the Lord. Hallelujah! He's giving all the praise, all the honor, all the power. To God. Most of us have never tapped into this amazing grace. Because it's all about us. Hallelujah. The moment that he said. Thine is the kingdom. Everything belongs to you. You gave us out of. What am I? What am I? You gave us out of your will. What am I Lord? Who am I that I should be able to give it back to you? Look at the humility of the man. <coughs> When you go down the chapter In 1 Chronicles chapter Few chapters above In 1 Chronicles chapter 22 verse 14 it says Indeed I have taken much trouble To prepare for the house of the Lord One hundred thousand talents of gold And one million talents of s- Silver and bronze And iron beyond measure For it is so abundant I prepared timber and stone also And that, that You may add to them David wanted to build a house for God. But God said, you fought many battles. You have shed many a blood. Your hands, you can't do it. Your son Solomon will do instead of you. But look at the attitude of David. He could have well said, okay, God, you, use, you, you know, uh, my son, you know, bless him. Bless him. You know, he could have just uh, uh, washed his hands and he said, Lord, now I'm ready to come and <laughs> be rested with the fathers, and you know, he didn't do that. What did he do? He said, What can I do to be a part of this? <laughs> what can I do to be a part of what God is going to do through my son? Look at David's son, that's why he was called a man after God's own heart. Should I do something for somebody? Can you know? Should, should I help some somebody so that he can do it easier? Look at the heart of David. Am I in the ministry? Should I do something? I'm saying. So what did he do? He said, "Lord, said you don't have any part." So he said, "At least I will finance it." I will get everything ready so that my son just have to come and start the work. Look at the heart of the man. Look at how willing he is to do something of God, whatever he can. He says, if you have not called me to preach, at least can I bring a glass of water? He want to do something. Somebody, God has called you to sing the song. At least can I help with the mics? Look at David's attitude. The moment if God were to tell you, you can't do it, you would have praised God and said, nobody recognized my calling. You know, these are the favorites of God. You know, these are the favorites of pastors. I mean, you would have made a lot of music about it. But look at David. If my son Solomon do it let him do it i will finance it let me do something what did he do he prepared for the house of the lord a hundred thousand talents of a gold a million talents of a silver and a brass and iron without weight for it is an abundance timber and it's also stone i've prepared and goes on a hundred thousand talents of gold one talent is 33 kilos, and now one kilo of gold, you know, the calculation is it's 5 million Indian rupees. And he had 100,000 talents of it. In dollars, it is 1.54 million dollars and 1,000 talents, not 100. You know, it's 100,000 1, talents. He's is giving one point million dollars and thousand a hundred thousand talents which is about close to 140 billion dollars. Wow. What kind of grace is he moving in? For the house of God. And silver and brasses more. I mean there's much more but gold itself not just thousand hundred thousand and what is he saying Lord you are the one who blessed me I am giving out of what you have given me he did not put the name there he did not inscribe his name there he inscribed God's name it's all God It's all God. Wow. God needs to trust you like that. God could trust Abraham because God knew even if he would ask Isaac, he would place him in the altar. Would you do that? Would I do that? David was called a friend of God, a man after God's own heart. Abraham was called a man after God's, you know, own heart because God's God spoke to Abraham things before he would do it. In Psalm 42, as a deer pandeth for the living water, so my soul longeth for you. And we think, you know, we are after God's heart praying for two minutes. One stands and get bored, and look at the David, look at the man, look at this generation. He's like a deer pandeth running, running. <sighs> 2022 December, starting. Let the grace to seek it after God. Thirsty after the presence of God. Hallelujah. That's where you see, you will you will have the grace to see the supernatural happen in your life. Supernatural. The supernatural grace factor. You know, some of you can put your business like that. The G-factor enterprises. The G-factor. Grace for the supernatural. You are just natural, but when grace comes in, there is a super aspect of it. May your business, may your work, may your marriage, may your ministry have a G-factor, a grace factor. May your studies, your education, hallelujah, whatever feel that you are in let there be a g-factor to it tonight i release a g-factor a grace the all those who are watching me all those who are receiving the word let there be a g-factor tonight receive it now in the name of the lord hallelujah grace is god taking over your situation and making it supernatural when god takes it it becomes from the natural to the supernatural and God asks you to come. You're walking over that path of the enemy. Hallelujah. How many of you will lift your hands and say, Lord, take over my situation? Take over what I'm going through. Take over my difficult situation. Take over my hallelujah. Most fears, the worst of the fears that the enemy has put in. Take over, Lord. I give it to you, Lord. My anxieties, my worries my burdens don't carry it don't carry it give it your hands of God that's where the supernatural grace of God abound hallelujah grace for the supernatural it's real it's God super over the natural open your mouth and say it's God super over the natural tonight the body the grace takeover let there be a g factor come on ask the lord tonight what your marriage your ministry your work your studies oh some of you are going to hallelujah excel in your studies so hallelujah the papers that you have not gotten may you get it because of the grace factor in the name of the lord the job that you were rejected may you get it in the name of jesus or oh, oh the marriage that is delayed may you be received with the grace factor oh the ministry that you have never ministered before those kind of ministry to open forth in the name of the lord the realm for supernatural glorious ministries oh, oh certain relationships that has not been working well a grace factor come upon those relationships in the name of the Lord Oh grace over your mind Certain spirit of depression goes in the name of the Lord in Jesus name Amen the Bible says God created us in his own image and likeness everybody say God created us in his own image and likeness and our God is a supernatural God so is the creation he created and you are made in his own image because you are also supernatural it is not a miracle tomorrow that a baby of an eagle is flying high because that's the nature or it is it not a miracle a baby goat looks like a mother goat it's come out of the mother goat it's just natural the lion to roll uh, I, the cub of the lion or lioness to go road like the mother and the father doesn't have to go for tuition class to do it in the same way if you are carrying the image and the likeness of a God you are supposed to live a supernatural life you came out of a supernatural God that is the image and the likeness that you have in us the grace for the supernatural when you are humble it will manifest forth oh God created man. to look like him. Look at the first Adam. God was created. He was supernatural. Adam walked in supernatural. Look at. Genesis 2, 19, three aspects there. He says, out of the ground of the Lord formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was its name. In other words, God already had named them. He just wanted to see how or whether Adam in his own image and likeness would do the same. Whatsoever Adam called every living creature... That was his name. Can you imagine he did not carry an encyclopedia or a dictionary? Hallelujah. He did not know how many types of species the eagle has. Maybe at 9,000. The baboon, the lion, all he named it. Sometimes we read about certain things and we forget. But because Adam carried the supernatural image of God, he walked in that grace, he saw the manifestation. He named every one of them as God would have named them. He knew it, he had a photographic mentality. God wants to confirm his deposit in you. That's where you see a function of a prophet or somebody who's walking into an anointing. They come and speak things because they see what God sees about other person. That is called an inherent revelation, inner revelation or inside information. Adam had it. He exactly knew what God had called them. He named it according to what God had intended to call them. The same because he came out of God. A lion he did not call zebra because in his heart of God, that was lion. And Adam knew it. He saw like God saw it. Wow. He had the revelation, inside information. Jesus knew what was in the heart of man, the Bible says, in John 2. Adam had their nature. He knew what God had named them. God had it in his mind. He knew. Elephant was elephant. Wow. Wow. You just have to speak forth. But God has already spoken forth. They were the same. They came out of God. Ostrich, he called ostrich. We are struggling to know who we will marry. Because <laughs> we don't know what's in the heart of God. We don't have that information. We are struggling to find where we should put Money where we should build a home, where we should do a career, where we do a ministry. We need the grace to tap into the supernatural. Ask the Lord tonight, to grace to tap into the supernatural to know the inherent revelation of God already what God has already spoken into the future to tap into that to already the information God knows about your life about your future about whom you will marry about the course that you need to finish about the age that you need to step into ministry about the hallelujah business that you need to do and the friends that you should have and the friends that you shouldn't have all those information God will give it to you and this grace began to manifest you will see what is in God's heart which is already there It's not some prophet or preacher say something. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's there. You need to see it. There's nothing wrong in taking advice. There's nothing wrong. But end of the day, you have to know what God is created you in his own image and likeness you've been baptized in the spirit you're born again if you have the spirit of god abiding in you then the spirit will give you counsel only people will have to confirm what god has already shown but if you think you know it and the man above is going to say you know uh, you know might be in his flesh emotion always understand you never have to afraid to ask your spiritual father say I felt this in my spirit pastor would you confirm what you God planned what you felt in your spirit and what the man of God sees will all be together in line it can not be three different things so don't be afraid to ask. Many people have made many mistakes, but they would never confirm with a man of God. Hallelujah. A pastor will never disconfirm what God has confirmed it on you, because then he would be resisting the Spirit. He would miss out on a relationship with God over a period of time. A pastor would never try to do that. So whatever tonight you are struggling in, say, I am activating the supernatural by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Whatever career that you need to choose, the season that you are in, to understand it, open your mouth and say, I'm activating the grace of God to know the inherent revelation of God. Hallelujah. The information, uh, hallelujah, to come alive in my life. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Number two, Genesis 2, 21 to 23. And and the Lord caused a deep sleep to fall on Adam and he slept. And he took one of the ribs and closed upon the flesh. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into a woman. And he brought her to the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones, flesh of my fells. She called, she shall be called woman. Because she was taken out of man. See, Adam was sleeping. And God made Eve and brought Eve to Adam. <laughs> and he is saying, I know where she came from. It's the bone of my bone and the flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of the man. How did Adam know? Supernaturally. He knew that supernaturally. Adam knew women which means man with a womb. Womb man. How did he know? Inherent revelation. Inside information. When the grace of God is activated you will know supernaturally things about your life. The Holy Spirit baptism equips you to move into a prophet. Prophet. To know what God's purpose in your life is. May tonight those dimensions be opened over your life in the name of the Lord. Let that be activated tonight in your life. To know the purpose of God. Mm-hmm. To know God information over our life. Uh, what's happening in your life and what's not and what's right and what's wrong. Oh, Sambhara so many people are carrying wrong information and cancel it in the name of the lord demonic information fleshy information may you be open your life to hallelujah to know god information the supernatural information tonight that is from the presence of the holy spirit victory by the blood of jesus Adam moved in Supernatural effectively In three realms In the land In the water In the sea In the land He could name all the animals On the land According to what God Had already named He knew what it is He had to say the same thing Because what Adam named It became that So he had to Call the zebra zebra But Adam knew it But not only on the land He got into the He named the fish also. They did not come to the land. He had to go down there. Can you imagine? Paul going in. I mean, Adam going inside the sea without dying and naming the fish. Paul himself said, I was in the deep for 24 hours. Even Paul went into the deep. No oxygen. The belly of the sea. Jonah was in the stomach of the whale for three days, three nights. Did not die supernatural existence Oh, hallelujah oh wherever there is a realm in a place where nothing can kill you hallelujah praise the Lord there is supernatural existence God keeps you there hallelujah lift your hand and say Lord I will supernaturally exist by the grace of God and to fulfill all that God has called me to do in the name of the Lord even in the deep hallelujah I will survive I will thrive I will exist by the grace of God hallelujah even 2012 hallelujah 22 12th hallelujah you are going to exist hallelujah by the grace of god you will exist hallelujah praise god in style supernatural lifestyle amen this is the lifestyle that you should have supernatural lifestyle that you are doing things in a supernatural manner by the grace of god adam went into the sea and said you are tilopia you are shark You are uh, pomfret, you are snapper, you are bull spotter. Then what did he do? He went 10,000 feet above. He looked at the eagle. (laughs) You are eagle. You are the golden eagle. (laughs) Come on. There's a supernatural realm. See, he can even go right in the air. Hallelujah. He had a naming ceremony in the air. Adam, Hallelujah! Oh, Raha, come on! At the moment, Ramenio, Jalaba, Angeni, Oirabishyegatlangeni, Oirigrabeile, Kartavandine, Uyertende. May you rise up in those levels for the glory of God, for the grace of God, in the name of Jesus. Come on, somebody, lift your head! Oh, Hallelujah! Oh, Raba, Raba, Samhoriyadara, Balasambhara, Dara. Hallelujah. The name of Jesus, I will step into it. Open your mouth and say tonight. Amen. Which means God is saying, You are not limited by anything. Every limitation needs to break off tonight. Grace of God. Adam lived sicklessly, sickness-free. Even after the fall, he lived 930 years. He would not get tired, exhausted. Some of us by 40, 50 we are tired hallelujah we are the new creation we should be better than Adam (laughs) somebody has brainwashed us to be limited you know I'm saying you have to understand the word may this revelation be a reality the New Testament maybe we will not live 930 but every child of God has a promise of 120 years Your faith needs to be stirred up inside to move in the realms tonight. The Bible says, Adam was clothed with glory and honor. It is only when he fell, he realized that he was naked. The material that he used before his fall, it's a light material. Psalm 104 says, just glory, just light. Glory is the climate for supernatural. Open your mouth and say, glory is the climate for supernatural. That's why we worship the Lord. We look to the Lord. We want the glory of God because when the glory comes out, supernatural takes force. That's why we pray before a ministry. We seek the Lord. We pray in Rakhaba, Shandama, Hatturaba, Sambari, We leave it to the Spirit of God because when the glory comes, it's supernatural. It is not knowledge, it's not the Word, it's the Spirit that gives life. Oh, hallelujah. Jesus in the canna turned the water into wine. And he said, this was the beginning of the miracles and this is how he manifested his glory. That's what the Bible says. The glory is that atmosphere through which the supernatural happens. Every man has fallen. The Bible says the shot of the glory of God. Sin actually limited you. But the moment you say, Lord Jesus, I come under the holy blood of Jesus. I believe in the shed blood. I thank you, Lord, that you have washed me and called me clean and called me righteous. And when you walk in that righteousness of God, walk in the grace of God you reign with Christ the Bible says you grain through that righteousness by grace or you reign in grace through that righteousness hallelujah and you make you God makes you a supernatural child of God hallelujah you're so righteous by the blood you become so aware by the grace of God you begin to walk with the Lord walk with the Lord and the level keep changing and the more you humble Righteously, righteousness conscious walking. I am a child of God. I'm washed by the blood of Jesus. I'm righteousness of God. The more and more you say, the more and more grace increases, the more and more limitations break, the more and more sin and dirt leave your life, the more and more habitual lifestyle and sin leave your life, more and more beautify you become. Jesus, say, I'm the righteousness of God. Hallelujah. Glory to God Because a born again person Will never go consciously sinning If you consciously, willfully continue to sin Somewhere you are not tapped into the saving grace You are just in a born again click. Last Sunday I have told you There is a separation a Heaven and hell Death and life Righteousness and sin You cannot be in two boats <laughs> Have you seen people live can't do that. The grace of God separates. That's why the Bible says the grace of God has appeared unto all men, teaching them to deny ungodly lust. It separates you from lust. I'm not saying, you know, in your journey of life, you know, you might slip or st- st- stumble, but immediately you repent and get back. That's not what I'm saying. But you're consciously. Living outside of the presence of God. Hallelujah. If you continue to fornicate, sleep around. You're not born again. You're born against. (laughs) Hallelujah. Tap into the grace of God. Not to condemn you tonight, but if you tap into the grace of God, the Bible says you reign over sin. Bible says sin has no dominion over you because you are not under law but under grace. Grace removes the dominion of everything that is not of God. Wow. It's a glory realm. The supernatural is manifested walk in the supernatural, you have to walk with Jesus. Stay with Jesus. It's Christ in you, the hope of glory. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Living in the presence, living in His presence should be the natural climate for the child of God. It's the natural climate for the supernatural. Sometimes you come to church and you say the presence of God, you feed the presence of God, you value the presence of God. we are not having a meeting, We are coming to seek presence. Tonight, have you come to seek the presence? The climate in the church need to be in your home, in your office because God cannot be present and the supernatural is absent. If God is there, the supernatural too is present. Wow. Tonight, I pray that every day in our home, in our office, in our churches if God is present, supernatural will be present in the name of the Lord. It's a saying people come let them not feel you but let them feel his presence when they see your face let them see something of God remind other people when they see you remind them something of God they looked at this face of Stephen and saw his face like that of an angel when they hear your voice let them sense the voice of God coming through your voice hallelujah Who you are is not as important as who you carry in your life. Christ in you is the hope of glory. Then awareness that I am carrier of Christ wherever I go. Hallelujah. I am diffusing Christ. Are you giving Christ to you? Are you carrying that Christ? Pastor said he heard a man of God saying, if there is anything in my life that is competing with your glory, Lord, let it be crushed in the name of the Lord. Tonight, that's my prayer. Let everything in Petra Church, let everything, there's a one who's listening to me is competing with the glory of God. Let it be crushed in the name of the Lord in your life in my life let it be crushed in the name of Jesus tonight for the glory of God ask the Lord tonight Lord anything competing with your glory let it be crushed oh come on come on come on come on hallelujah blessed be the name of the Lord hallelujah glory to God Glory to God. Israel became Israel when Jacob died. Something that was committing with the glory crushed. Prince with God came out. That's what John 12, 23 and 24. I read it and we'll finish it. But Jesus answered them, saying, The hour has come that the Son of Man should be glorified. Most assuredly I say to you, unless a kernel of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Glory is the presence of the supernatural. His presence brings in the miracles, signs, wonders. But the Bible is saying, for the Son of Man to be glorified, the time has come, but the corn of wheat should die. There should be a death to self. More of Jesus, more of Jesus. Not me, more of Jesus. You have to ask how heavenly father long you to be a spotless vessel of God. God will, grace will always flow in your life. And remember this, it's when you value his presence, number one, when you die to your flesh, the grace will help you to do that. And it is the grace of god that helps you to die to your flesh and when you keep the kingdom of god and the assignment of god in front of you above everything else there is a supernatural grace of god that will flow why would god give you the grace of healing if you are not going to help anybody be healed <laughs> why should god bless you with tremendous amount of money if it is not going to go to other people If you're going to spend it over yourself. No, there is a place that you can spend, but not on all yourself. Release it. That is where the continuous grace to prosper come. And you keep the kingdom of God. Lord, it's your need. My need is, your need is my need. How can I help? What do you want me to do? And you keep that as a consistency. It's not just sometimes sow a seed. It's your consistency at your attitude. Hallelujah. And God's grace began to flow. So tonight that's the word. Ask the Lord. Tonight close your eyes in prayer. Ask the Lord. Lord, I want your grace Lord. I want your grace. Manifold grace of God.